Hello and welcome to the journalism.co.uk podcast with me, Jacob Granger. Coming up, we're going to be exploring BuzzFeed's latest Netflix series, Follow This, with reporter Bim Adewunmi and showrunner Jess Harrop just after the release of its second season. But first, I'm going to hand you over quickly to Caroline, who's going to tell you a little bit more about the upcoming News Rewired conference. Hi there, Caroline here. Just a quick reminder that our News Rewired conference is right around the corner, and with many great speakers and topics confirmed, you won't want to miss out. Do you want to know how to make AI your best friend in the newsroom? What about getting the latest social media storytelling tips? Well, you'll have to come along to our panel discussions and workshops on the 7th of November at Reuters in Canary Wharf, London. Head over to newsrewired.com where you can grab yourself a ticket or for an extra day of training the day before, you can also get the Newsrewired Plus deal. Save the day and we'll see you there. We've had a lot of great creative synergy between the two organizations. I think we've all worked together really well. BuzzFeed News has always tried to work with platforms and companies where its viewers like to be. So, you know, there's a Twitter show, there's a Facebook show, and Netflix is just another platform that has an overlapping audience with BuzzFeed News. So that's Jess Harrop on the collaboration between Netflix and BuzzFeed, where she acts as showrunner for the Follow This series, which aired season one back in July, and has recently rolled out season two. If you haven't tuned in already, you might have seen the trailer for Follow This floating around your newsfeed, or you might have stumbled across it at home when flicking through Netflix. Jess explains that Follow This is the series where we, the audience, follow BuzzFeed reporters as they investigate the curious and the crucial, the topics that touch on the culture and community of the internet. So a lot of the the topics actually came, most of them came from the reporters themselves. Um, They would pitch different things that they were interested in writing about or in the process of writing about and thinking about things that are not necessarily based directly on the news cycle because we needed them to feel relevant for months to come because Netflix is obviously this evergreen platform and they'll live on the service for a really long time. Um, And then at the same time, we wanted wanted things that they were, were actively investigating but that also had visual elements, you know, that would be fun to watch and entertaining to watch. And then we wanted topics that were thought-provoking and that people weren't really talking about and that would sort of start conversations. As for Bim Adewunmi, you might recognise her voice from season one on exploring Afro-Vivalism, interviewing the doomsday preppers or survivalists who train people of colour in the event of a disaster. And then again in season two, where she covered Amish romance novels and how they are perceived in the Christian and Amish community. She tells me these were the topics that she explored because of her past writing, current interests and how they would lend themselves to one screen. And she tells me how it's been a real conversation starter. The key is to get as rounded a picture as possible. I think that's the work of any documentary. Is to kind of put into the public this idea, explore it in a way that opens up more doors and then also not resolve it, but at least, um, I guess, it's like homework where your teacher says, and now some further reading. One of the things people have said in describing it is, you know, it goes beyond the initial click. And I think most of us will click on something and then kind of read it, become experts in that thing for the 15 minutes it takes for us to read it. And and I feel like this at least opens up that door so that watchers, people at home can watch it as well and kind of go, huh. I do know that, for example, after the survivalist episode, I received so many emails wanting information about the people I'd spoken to, about ways that they could go about, you know, setting up their own um, bug out vans and bug out bags and whatever. So I think it is kind of, it's reaching people 
even though it's very short form and not the usual that people are used to when it comes to documentary. Exactly, yeah. I think that the goal is to present a topic, present a couple different views or ideas, maybe opposing sides on a topic, and then pique someone's curiosity so that they want to go and learn more and dig deeper. And we're also, um, BuzzFeed News is putting out articles by the reporters in the episodes that, that will come out after the show airs that you can go read and learn more about the, the different topics too. Unlike traditional long-form documentaries, a follow this episode is typically confined to just 20 minutes, very much in the Netflix mould. No doubt there were logistics to overcome, but does that also give the pop docs an advantage? Initially, when I was told it was 20 minutes, I kind of just kind of scratched my chin a bit. But having seen seven come out at once and then you sit down and it's kind of like, huh, I wonder where next I'll go. I feel better about watching seven episodes in a row if they're all 20 minutes as opposed to <laughs> an hour of my day, because that really is the way to, to kind of lose a weekend. The stories in there are complete in 20 minutes. It doesn't feel rushed. In my head, I think about it like Twitter, which I think 140 yeah. characters meant that you were forced to kind of be concise and witty and smart and good and all the other stuff. I mean, that's not always the case, obviously, but I think at least you're striving for some kind of distilled goodness. We had a really strong team of reporters and producers on the show, and I think that when you only have 20 minutes, you have to do a lot of research and you have to talk to a lot of people and really think hard about how you're going to find the right voices and make the right transitions between voices and tell the story in a way that that makes it feel complete, but that also doesn't leave things out. And so, you know, it's more challenging in some ways. You really have to find all the right pieces. What journalists might appreciate about the style of these documentaries are the behind the scenes element, ranging from moving lead to lead to advance the story to phone conversations between the editor and reporter. For me anyway, what that tends to do is kind of set a roadmap for the episode. Um, the idea that this begins, as all um, journalism, whether it's for TV or for the page, is it starts off with an idea with somebody sitting down and thinking about something and deciding with their editor that it is worth pursuing. I think starting with the report, in as much as we're talking about any topic, it also is following the, the reporter. I guess it's kind of like laying bare the very, usually quite solitary work of crafting a story and saying how you want to say it. People think that all stories kind of are delivered by divine order, but of course there are decisions made between the reporter and the editor to figure out what angle to pursue. And so I think it, laying it out like that makes it quite clear that a decision has been made to go one way or the other. Yeah, I mean, I think we really wanted to make it feel like it was behind the scenes uh, how reporters do their work. And some of that stuff is not super visual and a bit boring to watch, like typing and uh, researching. And um, so we were just trying to find ways to make it visual and interesting. And the reporters do talk to their editors all the time. When they're out on the road, they're constantly checking in. And so we just tried to capture that whenever possible, um, both in person. There's a couple scenes where you see the you know, reporter and the editor in person when they're both in the office or having a pitch meeting or talking on the phone. Um, we just felt like those were important moments to show also in this culture of everyone saying that everything is fake news. You know, we wanted to sort of show a little bit about what the process looks like. I mean, I think just peeling back the process and showing people what, what happens behind the scenes and and yeah, and, and showing some of the personalities and the teamwork that happens too in the newsroom. Memorable moments from Bim's episode include firing a bow and arrow and witnessing a turkey be stripped of meats. 
to riding in a horse and carriage and playing spectator in an Amish romance performance. And she isn't the only reporter to be hands-on. Jess said all the reporters wanted to take a participatory stance within the documentaries. I mean, that's what I would do even if it wasn't for TV. If I was going to speak to the Afrobibalist um, and I was going to spend time with her, I would absolutely ask if I could, you know, do stuff. I mean, when I went to the gun range, that was, again, with people who were experienced and knew what they were doing. And I think it's better for the story if the reporter is actually reporting and doing stuff that, that would further the story in some way. I think, if nothing else, it opens up doors to more questions. So when the the teen and crystal energy when you know they kind of say how do you feel and it's like i feel terrified and oddly powerful and this is terrifying um and that i think is you know authenticity because i was shaking after i shot that pistol it's <laughs> i've never shot a gun before and you know beforehand this all this stuff didn't make it on they were kind of like what's your experience with guns and i was like i'm british i've never seen a gun I don't... <laughs> right for, for, seriously i'm from east london if you had a stratford we did the olympics i don't do guns and i think that was the other thing as well is that the story i was telling in that first one also feels quintessentially american um in a way that i think kind of being this clueless person from the outside and kind of going what the hell is this also kind of adds to some of the I guess the stakes in terms of uh, the viewer yeah I mean as someone who comes from television you always want those visual scenes but I don't know that I even had to insist on it I think the reporters like Vim said they want to get their hands dirty they want to interact with uh, these subjects in the most interactive way that they can I think it was very collaborative uh, throughout, and we all sort of had the same vision. You want the audience to feel like they're also experiencing it. I mean, I think that the reporters, in some ways, the stand-in for the person on the couch, thinking about how they would feel if they were being, you know, <laughs> stroked by someone in the Whisper Lodge, or if they were, you know, shooting a bow and arrow in the jungle. And you want your viewer to, to think about what that would feel like. With season three already being looked at, I look forward to learning what Jess, Bim and all the other reporters have in store for the Netflix viewer. Before I leave you, I'm just going to pass you over to Jasmine, who's going to tell you a little bit more about our jobs board. Hi, Jasmine from the jobs board here to let you know about all the amazing opportunities that we have available and how to find them. We advertise a wide range of jobs from trainee journalist to senior sub-editor at companies such as Mail Online, Sportsbeat and HuffPost. We make sure that all our job postings are clear and jargon-free and you can search them by job type, location and salary range. Go on to journalism.co.uk to find out more and follow at Journalism Jobs on Twitter. So that wraps up this week's podcast on journalism.co.uk. I want to thank my guests, Bim and Jess, for taking the time to speak to me. And I hope you enjoyed listening at home or on the commute. Please let us know your favourite episodes from the series at Journalism News on Twitter or get in touch with your interesting projects as well. Until next time.